Welcome to a new episode of A New You for a New Year, a 40-day soul healing journey. My name is Karen Michelle, and I want to remind you that it is never too late for a new beginning, for a fresh start. Each day we are given will always be the first day of the rest of our lives. As I shared in our opening episode, a soul healing journey, a journey from stuck to set free, is a journey of surrender. And surrender is not about giving up. It's about letting go. Letting go of whatever God might show you is a stumbling block to his best for you. In this audiobook, you will hear the open and honest conversations I had with myself and with God. As day by day, he began to show me ever so gently, just one step at a time, how he wanted to transform my life and heal my soul. I committed to cooperate with his spirit by giving up to him whatever he showed me was standing in the way, holding me back, keeping me bound, or simply distracting me from fully walking in his presence, his plans, and his purposes for my life by committing to a faith fast. Be it an action, a thought, or an attitude, I would choose to be open to his leading and consciously fast from whatever it was that he revealed in me for a period of at least 24 hours, longer if necessary. As you join me here, I encourage you to reflect on each challenge and journal your thoughts and share your struggles with our Father God, the one who knows us best and loves us most. I assure you, his promise is true. If you will call to him, he will answer you, and he will tell you great and mighty things you do not know. My prayer as we continue on this journey is that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the deep and intimate knowledge of him by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones, and that you would know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the mighty working of his strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Day 39. Reflections on challenge number 38. Fasting from disregarding the warnings. I am reminded again of my old favorite movie character, Johnny Five. For weeks now, I have craved input. I made a conscious choice to search for good treasure to store on the hard drive of my heart And I have fervently prayed for the wisdom to apply the knowledge I have been gathering. But unlike Johnny Five, what makes me alive is my spirit that is alive in Christ. As Job discovered, it is the spirit in man, the breath of the Almighty, that makes him understand. First comes knowledge, then wisdom, then understanding, and revelation after revelation like the revelation that faith comes as the word of the Lord is released into the atmosphere 
of our corner of the world, our environment, our circumstances, our trials and struggles. And faith brings hope, the evidence of things yet seen, to enable us to come into agreement with what God says about us and his plans and purposes for our lives. In my desire to walk in faith that pleases God and my determination to fast from the complacency that keeps me from moving forward, I am a bit like old Johnny Five. I want to rush out into traffic sometimes and do a little spin. I get so excited. I pile heaps of well-meaning efforts onto my to-do list. I get busy. Little did I know, as I faced this challenge, that my wake-up call truly was just ahead. The old adage, life is what happens when you're making other plans, came back at me in full force until the entries on my to-do list were multiplying like rabbits. Before the day was out, I had missed a significant opportunity, three important phone calls, two urgent family texts, a pertinent email that needed immediate attention, including a deadline on a bill that cost me an additional $50 I did not have to spare. Why? Because my busy had been dramatically interrupted by the failing battery on my smartphone. It seems it is only as smart as the charge it can hold. Lesson learned? What else do I miss when my power supply is low? What happens when everyday events, irritations, and demands on my time drain me? I once heard a man say, when I get down to about 20%, I start griping at my wife. And at 15%, I'm yelling at the dog. Anything under 10%, and I can hardly remember I'm a Christian. The thing is, you you know you haven't lost your salvation. You just need a charge. Fully charged. There's power. I said, wow, Lord, Peter's shadow could heal people. He was fully charged, wasn't he? I want to be like Peter. He said, oh, but you are. So enthusiastic, strong-willed, impulsive, and no stranger to fear and failure. That was Peter until he surrendered all. It was then and only then that people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. He said, then there was Paul with so much input, so highly educated and dedicated. He was so zealous for the knowledge he had acquired that he did more harm than good until he met a risen Jesus and surrendered all. It was then and only then that understanding came. And so it is written, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. Well, when he was fully charged, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. Not by might, Mind you, not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. Challenge number 39. The drowning man panicked, wildly beating the water with his arms and legs as he cried out for help. The lifeguard on duty observed his struggle from the shore. When it seemed the man had no strength left, 
the lifeguard immediately dove into the water and rescued him. When scolded later for waiting so long to respond, the lifeguard calmly replied, it would have been unsafe to act any sooner. The man in his panic and struggle would have only pulled me down with him. It seems the safest way to rescue a drowning man is to wait until he ceases trying to save himself. How like the drowning man are God's people. We need help, desperately. We cry out. We struggle. We panic. We complain because we fear we will drown before help arrives. We thrash and spin and hang on in our own strength. Of course, we have been taught to believe the deception that a Benjamin Franklin quote is somehow an admonition from the Word of God. But it was Benjamin, not God, who said, God helps those who help themselves. So we wrestle away like the drowning man. But he said, It is written, For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, so that no one may boast before him. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, as we are strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. As I hear the call to challenge number 39, an image comes to mind of a camel. God created the camel with the capacity to store life-sustaining resources in his hump. The camel's hump is made up of fatty tissue that can be converted into energy and water whenever there is a need. In fact, as the camel draws upon those energy reserves, his hump actually shrinks and sags. Yet a good replenishing with food, water, and rest will restore the camel's hump to its proper shape and renew its full available resources. Interestingly enough, baby camels are born without a hump. They don't begin to develop one until they start eating solid food. Interesting as well that it is written, we are like newborn babies who thirst for the pure milk of the word first, so that by it we may grow in our salvation. Challenge number 39 in my pursuit of a breakthrough is to fast from neglecting my hump. I will ask the Holy Spirit to keep me fully charged. My prayer, Father, I am beginning to see how we are so much like that baby camel. We start out drinking of the fountain of life and soon we are eating of the bread of life. Because it is written, he who comes to me will never go hungry and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. I will choose this day to take a lesson from this amazing animal you created. I will surrender my busyness and take the time to feed on the source of my nourishment daily. Again, I see you reemphasizing my need to place the highest priority on storing the word of the Lord in my hump or heart (laughs) to thirst for his living water in order to recharge my spiritual battery with the one who is the living bread until his power is perfected in my weakness. I will plug into his spirit 
the spirit of not just knowledge and wisdom, but of understanding, until I am fully charged. Thank you, Father, that you have made a way and have rescued me from drowning in my own thoughts and ways, my own foolishness and failures, even my own sins. How I now see that even in my deepest desire and well-meaning efforts to please you, I can lose sight of the very thing that truly brings you the most pleasure, my faith, not my strength, not my dogged determination to go and to be and to do, but my faith and trust in the one who calls me to go and to be and to do. It is written, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Help me to come to a greater understanding of what it means to be still in my heart and mind, even when my body needs to be in motion. And to know that you are God to cease striving even as I continue to pray for more boldness through faith in my Lord Jesus. I pray that I would not lose heart in the face of trials and sufferings, that everything I go through could be for your glory, to bring glory, honor, and praise to you. I pray this day according to Paul's prayer to the Ephesians. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant me to be strengthened with power through his spirit in my inner man, so that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith, that being rooted and grounded in love, I may have the strength to comprehend a full revelation with all the saints of what is the breadth and length and height, and depth of the love of Christ that surpasses mere knowledge, that I may be filled with all the fullness of God, fully charged. And to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than all I could ever ask or even think to ask, according to the power at work within us, his power, not ours, not mine, to him be all the glory in the church, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. A New You for a New Year audiobook will be a daily devotional podcast. Each episode will begin with reflections on the challenge of the day before and an introduction to a new challenge. For further discussion, find me on social media at He Carries Me or on Facebook at Karen Michelle Mitchell. Ladies, I invite you to join us for support and encouragement for the journey at YMTM Source Sisters, a private Facebook group where I also offer ongoing free women's ministry counseling. The link will be in the bio. Until tomorrow, may the omnipotence of God be the measure of all your expectations and may he get all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.